This is Norm Horley for WFHB, and today I'm interviewing Steve Bax. He's a wildlife research biologist for the DNR, and he is a specialist or has written extensively on uh, the dis- disappearance of some types of birds. So, for example, he has written an article called The Other Silent Spring, Disappearing Birds of the Young Forests. Steve, would you uh, explain that topic to us? Okay. Um, my primary uh, interest in young forest or early successional forest management with birds is related to my uh, responsibilities with rough grouse, which was um, one of two grouse species in Indiana. The other one was the prairie chicken that was associated with the tall grass prairie areas up in the northwestern part of the state that disappeared in 1970. Rough grouse is an indicator of a certain habitat type, and that being young forests. And when we talk about young forests, we're talking about forests that are less than 20 years of age. Sometimes they're referred to the woodland thickets. But those habitats are not just important to rough grouse. There's a whole uh, group of uh, songbirds um, and small mammals that utilize those habitats. Um, they're extremely important to what we call the post-fledgling songbirds. Those are the songbirds that uh, hatch and are now flight capable. Uh, They gravitate to these habitats because um, like rough grouse chicks, they depend heavily on uh, insects for food, uh, which they find in quite abundance in these young forests. And as well as the thickness of that, you know, you and I would not want to walk through it uh, aesthetically. It's nothing that uh, impresses us like big trees, but it does provide the protective cover for young uh, birds, which are the primary prey species of other birds like Cooper's hawk and um, small other mammals that are predators. So that combination of food and protection Uh, is important to those species and unfortunately these habitats don't get much attention but they are disappearing and we are seeing implications of species declines across the eastern United States of those species dependent on those habitats. So would you just describe the the population trend for uh, the rough grouse and also the woodcock? Uh, The rough grouse There's two subspecies that were found throughout, historically, throughout Indiana and all counties of the state. Uh, The one subspecies called the Midwestern was up in the northern third of the state. The southern species uh, in the two-thirds of the state was what we call the Appalachian uh, subspecies. It's characteristic, uh, one of the characteristics is it's only found in the red phase, and it occurs throughout the Appalachian range, extending even into the Ozarks. Um, and that species is our primary grouse species that we have left today and uh, it uh, reached some pretty low points around the turn of the century due to the human settlement and conversion of farmland and the loss of forest cover. It saw a rebound uh, with the reforestation that occurred in the uh, beginning in the 40s and into the 50s At that time, it existed in 12 counties in south-central Indiana, and then as the forest um, expanded and we had plenty of early successional habitats in 1983, 
Um, we documented them uh, existing in 43 counties of the state. But in a short period of time, um, because of the lack of what we call disturbance, vegetative disturbance, uh, in our forests, we saw our forests mature at a much faster rate than, than most people would perceive. In 2008, um, John Castrali and I did a, an assessment of rough grouse and found that uh, their populations had declined and their distribution had declined. And as we speak today, we um, estimate their population to be less than a half a percent of what they were in the early 1980s, and we probably only have them in 12 or fewer counties in the state. And we're concerned about their possible extirpation, um, and we're in the process of having them classified as state endangered. Now, the, um, the 12 counties where there are rough grouse, where generally within Indiana are they located? What we're working on, we're trying to maintain a core population that uh, would be found in the Yellowwood, Morgan Monroe, Hoosier National Forest, Morgan Monroe area. Um, that's kind of the core population. We do have some individual birds uh, on the National Forest and Martin State Forest and private land. Uh, west of Mitchell, Indiana, but those populations are also very low. And we have a few sightings from time to time uh, down in the Versailles State Park through um, Big Oaks National Wildlife Refuge and into private lands on, uh, in Jefferson County. Um, the problem with rough grouse is they're not a migratory bird, so when the deficiencies in the habitat occur, we don't have the replenishing effect that might occur with migrant birds um, where we have source populations in other states that will fill in over time. So our concern about rough grouse is that if we lose this Appalachian subspecies, which is in um, trouble throughout the Appalachian range, that's a unique subspecies that's adapted to the central hardwood oak hickory forests that are, you know, dominant in this part of the region. Um, once this population starts to disappear as it has in Illinois, parts of Iowa, um, for the most part in Missouri, and we're seeing that in western Kentucky, and uh, of course ours are, are deep sixing right now too. The American woodcock and whippoorwill and some of those other species that utilize the same habitats, um, we don't see as rapid a decline, but it is occurring um, because we get at that replenishing effect during the migrational periods, spring and fall, which helps fill in some of the gaps uh, in the populations, you know, new birds move in. But at the same time, long-term trends, all those birds are declining uh, significantly. Roof-sided towhee is another one uh, that has declined at the same rate as woodcock, whippoorwill, and rough grouse across the eastern United States. I'd like to ask you uh, whether climate change is, is at all a factor in, say, the grouse and woodcock populations? You know, climate change is coming in many factors, as well as increased temperatures. We're also seeing um, more cyclic, heavy rainfall in some areas. So trying to predict what's going to occur over time is difficult. But I will say this, that the Appalachian subspecies is probably the most adaptable to warmer climates. Uh, and to the oak hickory, so uh, then there's even a greater reason 
for us to maintain the Appalachian subspecies of the rough grouse. In the future, it may be that particular subspecies of rough grouse may be more adaptable to areas that um, become warmer over time. Um, it's too early and we haven't had enough time ecologically to make that full assessment as to what's happening with some of our bird populations yet. I'd like to thank you very much for your comments. Uh, I've been speaking with Steve Bax, wildlife research biologist located in Mitchell, and uh, he's been speaking about uh, the lowering populations of grouse and woodcock and other songbirds and uh, the importance of creating a proper habitat for them. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Dr. Holy.